This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 766. Frankly speaking, this is the best way to be honest in English. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 50 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, with your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. And to get your transcripts delivered by email every week, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. Today, Andre asks us about three great phrases to warn someone that you are about to give direct feedback. Find out how to use these three phrases and get a new one that sounds super natural. This podcast is sponsored by Indeed. As a business owner myself, I've learned that the most important key to success is having a great team. But it can be time-consuming, reading through tons of resumes. Need to hire a great candidate at your company? Why not eliminate the busy work? Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so that you can connect with candidates faster. Just in the minute that I've been talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed, according to Indeed data worldwide. So join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash A-E-E. Just go to Indeed.com slash A-E-E right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. I-N-D-E-E-D dot com slash A-E-E. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, Michelle, how's it going? Hey, Lindsay, it's going pretty well. How are you? I'm doing good. It's a nice sunny day. The weather's a little cooler. And I want to start off with a little question for you, Michelle. Okay. <laughs> so I got this new new t-shirt. I mean, what do you think of this new t-shirt I got? Oh, hey, Lindsay. Um, well, what does it say? It says, but first, coffee. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's kind of cool. It makes sense for you. But to be honest, I don't really like that green color on you. I think you'd look much better in blue. Oh, good point. You have such a good fashion sense, Michelle. <laughs> oh, 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 that's so not true. <laughs> but thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Your fashion sense is probably better than mine, though. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't know how we learn fashion sense, but I definitely do not have it. <laughs> Some people just, it's amazing. Like, they always have, look so put together and they know I what know. looks perfect on them and like things I would never think of, but it looks amazing. I know. It's true. Well, are you good, Michelle, at being honest with people when they ask for your feedback on their fashion? Like if it's not so good, are you generally good at at being honest and, and telling them the truth? <laughs> well, it's hard, right? Because you don't want to <laughs> you don't want to hurt someone's feelings. Um, oh, yeah. uh, but like it, it depends. It depends, I think, on their, their relationship to you and on the situation. So it I does. don't know. I would say like, yeah, if I'm if my husband asks, I'm much like, you know, it's not. 
hard for me to be honest because, you know, we, we, we have a good relationship. Like, I'm not really worried if I tell him, Oh, I don't really like that. Like, we just went shopping over the weekend and he showed me a shirt and I said, Oh, I like it better in red or, you know. Mm, yeah, that makes sense. No, that's good. So what are we talking about today, Michelle? Well, today we are talking about how to give honest feedback, right? So yeah. we need to be able to signal that we're going to give honest feedback, right? And so what phrases can we use? So that's what we're going to talk about today, right, Lindsay? Exactly. So it's so important, guys, again, you know, to build the connection when you're talking with someone, if someone asks you for their opinion, that you want to signal again, as Michelle said, open up and let them know to be prepared because some feedback is coming, right? That's what these phrases are for. And that's, I think it plays a really crucial, crucial role for connection. What do you think, Michelle? Oh, absolutely. Because if you just get like, if you ask me, what do you think of this t-shirt? And I just said, I don't like the color like that. You know, that's that's not going to be good. (laughs) That's that's going to be much harsher. Right. And that might be a cultural thing, too. I mean, maybe it, it, it the cases that you guys in your cultures, it's fine to come out and say, I don't like the color. There could be some cultures yeah. like that. But in our, in our culture, it's generally better to, you know, warm somebody up. Right. <laughs> right, 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 right. So, so that you don't you don't come off as being abrasive. Right. Sure. Abrasive. Yeah. Yeah. OK. So in this role play real quick, Michelle, what did you use to open up that phrase to let me know that you were going to give me some honest feedback? <laughs> I said I said, uh, but to be honest. So I said, yeah. to be honest. And that's a really, really good, strong phrase for this kind of situation. Yeah, you got it. Exactly. So guys, we're going to get into this in just a second. But for now, I just want to announce, I want to remind you guys that we are zooming in on 50 million downloads here at All Ears English. How does that sound, Michelle? What do you think about that? That sounds awesome. <laughs> that I can't believe that. Like, awesome. That's really incredible, guys. So you guys are amazing. Yeah, you guys are awesome. It's all about you guys. You guys have been downloading All Ears English like crazy. So let's do something cool to celebrate. Two things we want you guys to do. First of all, make sure that you are subscribed to the show in your podcast player. Hit subscribe on your podcast player so you make sure you get us every, every week, four days a week. And also, what's the second thing we want to ask our listeners? to do to celebrate this 50 million downloads? Well, we want you to share the show, right? So we want you to tell one person or more, right, about mm-hmm. the show. Yeah, just think of one very cool person who, you know, who, who's like you guys, who believes in connection, not perfection. If you feel like this would resonate with someone in your life, share it with them so they can enjoy the show as well. So that's what we're going to do to celebrate 50 million downloads. So cool. It's incredible. When we started this show, you know, about four years ago, I never imagined we'd get to this point. It's amazing. That's <laughs> incredible. So exciting. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Thanks, guys. All right. So let's dig into it here. I mean, so today, again, we're talking about how to signal that you're about to give feedback. Michelle, have we done any related episodes in the past for our listeners on this topic? We have. We've done a couple. So uh, episode 635, right, mm-hmm. is a good one to listen to. Right, Lindsay? Yeah. And that was about how to use the word interesting to give feedback. I don't remember doing that one, but I guess we did. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of episodes. We've done fun. a lot of episodes. Yeah. What, what else? Any other episodes we can send our listeners back to? The other one you could listen to is uh, number 522. Yeah. And that was all about building the feedback sandwich, right? So you have the bread mm. and then you, the meat is the feedback and the bread is kind of two compliments in the beginning of the and the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Just kind of a smart way. Sometimes in business, we might use this to give feedback. Okay. So guys, check out those episodes. For sure. So 
Yeah. Well, today we got a question from a listener, Michelle. Would you read the question from our listener? Yes. Okay. okay. Here we go. <clears throat> Hi, Lindsay and Michelle. Uh, Belarus, Minsk City, uh, Andre speaking. Thanks a lot for your work, and I like you so much. Thank you. <laughs> My question is, what di- what is the difference uh, between the phrases to be upfront, frankly speaking, and to be honest? Thanks in advance. Sincerely yours, Andre Vysotsky. I hope oh. I said that all right. But, that sounds uh, pretty good. I feel like that's, that might be right. I have no idea if that's right, but it sounds right. I don't right. know, <laughs> but yeah, but sorry, sorry if that was wrong, but the great question. Really good question and so important, such an important connection skill, right? That's yeah. why we're focusing oh, yeah. on this. We, when we choose questions, we choose the specific ones and the ones that are focused on connection. Okay. How to help you guys build better connections for, you know, because connection is, is life, right? It's happiness in life, right? Good relationships, good success in your career. It's everything. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So these three phrases, Michelle, what are the three phrases that he mentioned in his, uh, question? To be upfront, yeah. Frankly speaking, and yeah. to be honest, yeah. So, what do these phrases do? Again, one more time. Okay, so these signal someone that you are about to give them honest feedback, right? Yeah. You're about to say something direct, exactly. And I think, like I said before, I think in American culture, our communication style is less direct than some cultures, but I think it's more direct than others. I think it kind of falls somewhere in the middle. You know, um, you know, what do you think, Michelle, compared with cultures that you visited and things? Um, yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, yeah, I've been, I've know cultures that, you know, like are very, very upfront, but then Mm -hmm. I think of other ones that are, you know, maybe a little bit more passive and would feel uncomfortable giving this type of feedback. You know, I mean, I don't want to generalize, but, um, that's what I've seen. Yeah. I mean, and there are studies that have been done. Like there are people that study this stuff in cross-cultural communication and they call it like, um, uh, high, high end, high, what is it? Low, oh, con- yeah. low context culture and high context yes. culture. Yes. Oh, yeah. we were just talking about grad school, weren't we? Lindsay? Oh, we were. <laughs> the things <laughs> you learn in graduate school. So if yeah. you want to Google that, guys, I think you could find an index where, you know, they've studied cultures and they've actually created, in you know, different uh, lists of countries where certain cult- countries are ranked in different ways, mm. depending on how direct or how indirect they are. So that really right. plays in here. And what's another thing that plays in here, Michelle? Um, also, it's, uh, it's personality, uh, right? Oh, sorry, personality. (laughs) (laughs) Lost it there. Yeah. Um, personality, right? So it's about your culture, but it's also about your individual personality. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know. Are you a, are you a direct person? Not really. I struggle with being direct, honestly. Like with my roommates around the house, I struggle. Mm. Um, I think that I've been in a couple of situations where it, the situation never would have gotten started if I could have been direct from the start, you know? Mm. Um, so I think I need to work on this. <laughs> yeah. Personally. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah I, 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 me too. I think that, um, yeah, because I'm always afraid of hurting someone's feelings or, but that's yeah. when, I mean, not necessarily with me, but I think that's when things like, and I don't know if you want to talk about it today, but maybe another episode like passive aggressiveness, you know, mm-hmm. things like that happen. Maybe yeah. not with feedback, but maybe like what you're saying in roommate situations, like it could, you know, th- oh, it you could. Know. 
Oh, so. yeah, we can have a whole episode on what passive aggressive is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what that exactly. actually means. Right. So, yeah. I mean, so this is cultural. This is personal in terms of personality. I have friends that, that are from the U.S. too, grew up in the U.S., but are much more direct. They call it like they see it, right? I call it like I see it. That's an expression, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, it again, there's a lot of factors here, but let's jump into it real quick. So let's answer Andre's question. So... To be upfront. So what does that mean? And how are these phrases different, Michelle? Be upfront. What does that actually mean? Okay. So you're saying to be direct yeah. and to be clear. Exactly. Um, and, and there are certain things we can do, guys, again, to maintain the connection, but also make sure you don't have a misunderstanding. You don't have, make sure that you're getting your message across. There are things you can say. You can dress up this phrase. And how could you do it, Michelle? Well, you could say just to be totally upfront, right? So I feel like mm-hmm. just kind of softens it a little bit. What do you think? Definitely. And you guys could come back to our blog, allearsenglish.com. You could type just into the search bar. And we've actually done interesting, yeah. uh, an interesting, at least one episode on just and what yeah. that does. Really interesting. But I think here it would work really well because it does soften it. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. to be totally upfront, right? Right. Yeah, that's how it would right, sound. Right, right. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What's another mm-hmm. one? What's another uh, one? The, start? Mm-hmm. Another thing you could just say is, I want to be up front. Okay. And then we start our sentence. And that's fine too. That feels a bit more direct to me. But I yeah, think it does. I feel like I don't hear this. Like, well, maybe I'm not yeah. around very direct people, but like, <laughs> yeah. when, when would you like, could you imagine a situation when somebody would say, I, w- I want to be up front? Like, yeah. I'm imagining the t shirt, the t shirt situation. T-shirt situa- well, that sounds a little too for this sounds a little yeah. more formal than the, for the right. t shirt. So situation. I'm thinking of like when we would say, Oh, I want to yeah. be up. Maybe if you're th- like, maybe if you're in like a conflict with someone. Yeah, or that, or maybe in a kind of a, a job situation when you're negotiating um, mm. with people at work. Ah, maybe you're negotiating ah, salary. Okay. I could hear that. Um, yeah, like a more professional situation. Okay? I could hear that. Because it's a little yeah. more formal sounding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point, though. We wouldn't necessarily use this when we're talking about t- f- feedback on a t-shirt, right? Like, oh, <laughs> right. I want to be upfront. I don't like. How green do you like my t-shirt? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't quite work. It doesn't quite work. Okay. What's okay. one more? What's one? Okay. More? The next one is uh, one more. Is can I be upfront here? <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting because that's like it's like direct but also very indirect it's like you, it's like you're like getting your feet in the pool but you don't want to jump right in like. yeah <laughs> it's funny all right so that's to be up front so that's a good one i mean andre had written in that phrase so he already knew it but now the rest of our listeners you guys know that phrase and i think it's a good one to start a direct feedback uh sentence or something that you're yeah. going to say that's direct now there's another one that that I'm not sure if Andre mentioned this one. He must have, right? Um, but what is it, Michelle? Frankly speaking, and I and I think he did, yeah. I think that yeah. was one of the ones. Yeah. So frankly so, speaking, that's an interesting one. Yeah. Is this the same as to be up front? 
It's basically the same. So this is used when you're going to give your opinion, right? And it might not be what everyone thinks, but you're not going to filter it. Like you're going to say what you what you feel, what you think. Exactly. And there's one caveat with this one, guys. I feel like I hear students overuse this. I, I hear students use it in the wrong context. I hear students use it as an opener just mm. to say anything. Okay. So really? just, just to say, I've, I've heard, you know, I, I don't, can't really come up with an example on this spot, yeah. but I, I, I hear it being overused. It, it should mm. really only be used when you're honestly going to say something that's, that's direct. Okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, have you heard that, Michelle? I don't know if you've noticed that or not. With students? Yeah, with students. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think so. I, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I never, I didn't pay, I, I No, it doesn't ring a bell as like something that I'm like, oh, yeah, I know what you mean. But okay. well, I'm, that's sure okay. could, I'm sure it could be. <laughs> yeah. So just be careful, guys. Again, these are phrases that are really only meant to be used. I mean, something loses its meaning if we overuse it, right? If we take something that's meant for a specific situation and we use it for every situation, it loses its meaning. So we want to make sure that our c- communication yeah. is really precise, right? So we're using it at the right time. Okay. Right, right, right. How about the next one? The next one is to be honest, which I think is very common. We were we were saying this was with the T-shirt, right? Yeah, this one is much more common. This would be the, the main conversational way to open up honest feedback, right? To be honest, right? Yeah, this one sounds like the most... This one's like, I'm the most comfortable with this one, too. Exactly. Like, frankly speaking, is again, it could also be professional. Yeah. Uh, it could be used at work. And, but, you know, but to be honest, could be used anywhere. And it's, you know, with a friend at work, anywhere. Um, yeah. and yes. yeah. So it's a good one, guys. It's a good one. Now let's add a fourth. We're going to, this is really cool because this is coming right out of a, a bunch of conversations that I had a oh. few nights ago. Um, so very native natural English, guys, for you. What is it, Michelle? Oh, it's full disclosure. Ooh, I like it. I like it. Do you use this one at all? Um, I might. I don't, I, 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 not often. I think it's kind of like in the same way as frankly speaking. Like, I don't think I would overuse it, but I think it's a good one. I think I like the way it sounds. Yeah. It sounds very upfront. Again, upfront. <laughs> yeah. It sounds honest. confident. I confident. Think. Confident. Oh, good. Okay. So this is used at the beginning of a sentence, guys, when you want to emphasize that you're putting it all out on the table. Yeah. Right. And a good example of this, as I said, last two nights ago, we were interviewing a bunch of people because we're looking for new roommates. Oh. So we had three or four people come into the house and we were bringing them around the house, sitting down. And I think I used this phrase like four times that night. Right? <laughs> um, because there's something about the history of the house that people need to know. I'm not going to talk about it right now, but something important that people need to know uh, before they move in. So we use this a lot. So let's do a quick example here, Michelle. Okay. Okay. So is there anything else that I should know about the setup here? All right. So full disclosure, last year, one of our roommates says she spotted a ghost here. Uh, We just like to be really upfront about that. Uh, Wait, is that what it is? (laughs) No. Oh, that's not not what it is. That's not what it is. It's something else. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I'm so intrigued. Ah, Yeah. (laughs) No. um, Yeah. It's I'm surprised, though, that this house isn't haunted. It goes back to the 1800s. I mean, have you ever seen a ghost, Michelle? No. Have you? No, but I've heard a lot of ghost stories. People, a lot of people I know have seen ghosts. Really? Oh yeah, I feel like I hear the stories all the time. Ah, uh, <laughs> you'll have to tell me more. Well, no, you know what? I'll get too scared. 
I'll get to so, guys, so guys, again, this is a good example of, again, it's a way to start the sentence when you look full disclosure. I have to tell you that someone saw a ghost here last year. We just want to let you know we need to be up front because everyone needs to know that before they move in. Okay. <laughs> it's when you're saying something that might be a little bit hard to say, a little right. bit direct, and you're warning people. Again, this is a good right. one. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, awesome. Well, let's do a role play here, Michelle. So, Michelle, you are looking for a new place to live, and you okay. said you're you are moving into a new place pretty soon, right? I am. So you just did this. <laughs> uh, did yes. You, did you deal with a <clears throat> with a real estate agent when you found your place? I did. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> yeah. So and so that's what we're doing. You are looking for a new place, and <clears throat> I'm a real estate agent. I'm going to be showing you around, and we're walking okay. around in the neighborhood, and we're heading towards your place. Okay. okay. <clears throat> wow. Um, I can't believe the price on this place. What's the catch? Well, frankly speaking, this neighborhood is in the early stages of gentrification. So some potential residents don't feel safe in the neighborhood, but I live down the block and I've never had a problem. Mm, to be honest, I'm only really looking in uh, newly gentrifying neighborhoods. The housing market is so tough in New York City right now. I can't afford a place like Williamsburg, uh, Brooklyn, or even uh, way uptown Manhattan like Washington, Harlem. <laughs> like Harlem, Washington Heights or Harlem. Wa- sorry. Washington, <laughs> Washington Heights. Yeah, I, I was reading that like, wait, what? Yeah, Washington, Washington Heights or Harlem. <laughs> right. Okay. I'm, I'm like, maybe that's a new neighborhood. I don't, yeah. Um, what, okay. Okay. Well, here we are at the house. Oh, hey, before we go in. Yeah. Uh, full disclosure. I want to let you know that there was a fire in this building last March, but the landlord has been amazing and everything has been taken care of. Okay. That's good to know. Okay. Very good. Very good. Sorry. I was going to write Washington Heights and then I decided to write Harlem instead. So it became Washington Harlem. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> okay, so uh what did we use here, Michelle? Um, let's see. What did we use? So let's go back to the beginning. Okay, so we had a little bonus phrase. I said, what's the catch? And what does oh, that mean? Like that one. Like that one. What's the catch? Like why? So we use this a lot when something seems too good to be true, right? It's so good. Mm. It's so cheap. The neighborhood's great. What's the catch? What's the downside? Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Exactly. And then, um, so to start off, you said, well, frankly speaking, right? So it's like direct. Exactly. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. this is really good. I could see this r- really natural. You could see this really naturally, right? Yeah. She, she's being a little bit professional, the, yes. the real estate agent, frankly speaking, and then saying again, to be honest, right? Mm-hmm. You said to be honest, right? You're, you're being a little bit, you're disclosing a bit. Um, you're sharing a bit of what you're looking at, right? And then right. what? And then full disclosure, and then you let me know about this fire, right? So it's like, oh, I'm putting everything out on the table, right? You got it. Yeah. I like how I stopped too. I said, uh, full disclosure. Yeah. And yeah. then I started again. This is a way to, yeah, just again, warn someone that something, something direct is coming, something a little ugly is coming and to have the person prepared. Cool. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I like it. I like it. So awesome. So what's the takeaway from today, Michelle? Okay, so the takeaway is that it's important to warn pe- uh, to warm people up when you're about to be totally direct, right? Because some people they might not be ready for it, and we spend a lot of time avoiding being direct. So, guys, you should start to play around with these. And what do we yeah. say else? Like, what else, Lindsay? Yeah. Also, don't don't overuse them. So play around with them, like Michelle said. 
and don't overuse them. So don't use to be frank, like we said before, when you're starting any any old sentence, right? It's not just when you're giving an objective fact. It's when you are um, going to say something direct, right? Mm. It's not, it doesn't, this isn't a, a, cinem- a way to open any sentence. Just to keep that in mind, guys. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's good. Yeah. And again, to remind our listeners, how are we celebrating 50 million downloads? <laughs> well, subscribe on your podcast player and yep. what, Lindsay? And, t- and tell one very cool person, only tell the cool people in your life <laughs> <laughs> about All Ears English. We know that All Ears English is not for everyone. Not everyone is going to love the show, but the right people like you guys are going to love the show. So if you know someone just like you in your life, then tell them about the show. Get them on board. Show them how to listen how to download the podcast and how to subscribe. Okay. Very cool. Absolutely. Very cool. All right, Lindsay. Well, and thank you to our listener for this great question. Yeah. Thank you to Andre and Michelle. Let's go for the next 50 million downloads. Woohoo. Oh yeah. All right. <laughs> Here we go. All right, guys. All right. Have a good one. All right. Take care. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to All Ears English. And if you need a seven or higher on your IELTS exam to achieve your life vision, then our insider method can get you there. Start with our free video series masterclass. Get video one now at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then subscribe to our show on your phone or on your computer. See you next time. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.